0: How I wish when I was a young basketball player, someone would have taken the time to teach me the shooting drill, which I'm going to share with you today. So many parents want to help their son or their daughter become a better shooter. But other than going out and rebounding for them or just going out and shooting around, they don't really know how to help them. Well, today I'm going to teach you the most effective drill that you can use to help your player become a better shooter. I'm going to teach you the teaching points that you can highlight for them and help them become a better shooter. And I'm going to also share with you three different ways that your player can use this drill to help them become better. So let's jump in. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining me again. So, as I mentioned today, I'm going to share with you what I think is the absolute best shooting drill that you could be teaching and using with your son or your daughter. If you're a parent that wants to help their their player become a better shooter, this is the simplest drill, but it's also the most effective drill that you could be using. Now, when I was a coach, I had tons of drills, tons of shooting drills. You know, I could break down each aspect of the shot. I could, you know, there were I just had hundreds of shooting drills that we could go over, but this one is the most effective. And what is it? One-handed shooting. And so today, we're gonna go over kind of why one-handed shooting is so effective. We're gonna go over the finer teaching points. So we're gonna give you some some cues there that you can look for on how to help your shooter become better. Um, And then I'm gonna give you a few different ways to incorporate it into their workouts so that they can use it in in different ways. So first, why is it such a great drill? First of all, it's simple. Um, And the simplicity of one-handed shooting it helps correct bad habits that have already been formed just by the nature of one-handed shooting it's going to correct a lot of form issues that a lot of kids have early on with their shot so what do i mean first of all you know it's it's as simple as as one hand okay this is this is going to correct a lot right here why because you can't keep the ball up With your elbow out, you can't do some funky things with the ball without the ball falling off. I'll give you an example. Me, as a a kid in high school, when I was a shooter, oh my goodness, it was so bad. Somehow, I would take the ball over to this side of my head, somehow get it back over to this side of my head, and somehow loop it around. And I mean, so much wasted motion to get a shot off. Um, Very bad form. That's why I mentioned I I wish somebody had taken the time to go over this simple drill with me. Um, It's going to correct all kinds of bad shots. What, What do I mean? I see so many kids today, high school kids, whatever, and they develop this at an early age. You know, they've got push shots. They're trying to push the ball because when they weren't strong enough, maybe they're pushing it from their waist way down low. When they weren't strong enough, they had to do that to get the ball to the hoop. And from an early age, they shot from too far away because we see on TV, everybody's shooting threes, everybody's shooting long distance. And as kids, what do we want to do? We want to shoot from long distances. Um, I'm not saying that you have to have perfect form to be a great shooter because I'll give you an example, Jamal Wilkes. I mean, he had some crazy form to his shot. One of the greatest shooters we've ever seen. You know, it's a long time ago, if you don't know who Jamal Wilkes is, you can, you can look him up, great NBA player. But, you know, when I was in high school, at the end of practice, me and all my buddies, we had this game where we would go up and like, at the free throw line, we would do imitations of different shots. And we'd have to guess like, Whose shot is that? And Jamal Wilkes was this crazy wrap-around-the-head free throw. You know, others had free throws way back behind their head. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to have perfect form to be a great shooter. However, it helps. And if you can start early and become a great shooter in grade school, middle school, high school, and have good form, it's going to help you become a great shooter And so that's why we as parents and coaches wanna teach good shooting form. And one-handed shooting is the simplest. So I'm going to, um, you know, it's a simple drill to teach. So any parent can can teach it. I'm gonna give you the finer teaching points of it um, and some things to look out for, some teaching moments that might come up. And then as well, it's the best use of your time. I can tell you this, 10 minutes of one-handed shooting is worth much more, greater value than hours and hours of just going out, improper form, jacking up shots. All that rebounding you're doing for your kid, a lot of times it's just creating bad habits. You could spend 10 minutes with them, 10 minutes of quality time, on one-handed shooting and it'll do more than the 2 hours you spend in the driveway or the gym or the park just shagging balls for them. So, that's why it's such a great drill, its simplicity. So, how to teach it? In this I borrow a whole lot of things. I mean, I don't come up with everything on my own by any means. I've coached at a lot of different camps. I've coached at a lot of different schools. I've, you know, gone through a lot of resources to compile the knowledge that I share with you. So I'm going to borrow something. I love acronyms. Okay. And there is a local camp uh, started by a a famous coach in this area, uh, Coach Alaco. And he has a camp called Excel Basketball Camp. And he and and his son actually is, is carried on that tradition, so great tradition in this area uh, of uh, a fundamental basketball camp. And he has an acronym that he likes to use to teach proper form and to perform shooting and for one-handed shooting. And that acronym is the word BLESH. Now, I think if you throw this at a player all together, it's... A little overwhelming for them. But what I think is great about Blesch is you and I can use it as teaching points to teach the different aspects and the different breakdown of a proper form shot. Okay, so I'm going to go over these different points with you and talk about them and how you might teach them. Now, I'm a big fan of when I start a drill with any player, if I was had a new player that I was working with and I started a drill with them or even players that I've worked with for for years, I like to introduce a drill, give them the basics of it and let them go, see what happens, right? They might naturally have perfect form. So for one-handed shooting, you just wanna get them positioned right in front of a, a rim not far away, maybe one or two feet, two feet maximum away from the rim, right under the rim, squared up to it, to the basket, and simply put, get them in the position where they're just holding the ball on one hand, not using the second hand, and holding the ball almost like they're holding a a tray as a server, okay? So that's getting it started and I, I would just kind of say okay i want to see some one-handed shots and once they start shooting then i could use blush as my teaching points to start breaking down their shot and improve where necessary now they might need all these teaching points but i wouldn't throw it all out them at once i'd see what they do maybe they have perfect shooting form right out of the gate that would be great maybe they're missing one or two points and one or two of these points you can help them improve upon which will drastically change their shot. But I'm gonna go over each one with you now um, that you can use and you can kind of look for clues on are they doing these things, are they doing them properly, are they doing them consistently in their one-handed shooting. So to start with blush, the first letter B and that is bend, okay? Obviously, when you start one-handed shooting, you've already got some, you know, got a bent elbow. You've got, you know, hopefully you've got some bend already in your knees, but what you want to have them doing is bending their knees to start the shot, okay? This is one of the elements that you can help your kid. I don't even care if it's basketball, any sport, right? Um, Being in an athletic position, and having flex and bending your knees is just so drastically important. I've helped more players just by, now now a lot of players naturally bend their knees, but you'd be surprised at the amount of players that I've seen that don't bend their knees when they're running. Don't Don't really bend their knees enough when they're jumping and don't bend their knees when they're shooting. Now remember, we're working on form here. So a lot of times you can exaggerate that to make a point. But the first thing you wanna look for when they're doing their one-handed shooting is, are they bending their knees to begin the shot? Okay, so the first one's bend, pretty simple, but really important to get that started. The next in blush is an L, which is lift, okay? And this is the fundamental, another like big issue I see with a lot of people's shots, a lot of you know boys, a lot of girls, shots is not shooting on the way up. So you're taking that bend and you're lifting. Now, the beauty of one-handed shooting the way I'm, I'm illustrating for you to teach it is the lift, it's not gonna be a push, because the lift is gonna happen pretty naturally because you're gonna be one to two feet from the basket. You're not going to do this drill, you know, 10 feet, even five feet, you know, 30 feet, three pointers. No, this is for form. And because you're so close to the basket, from the bend to the lift, the lift up is going to happen naturally. Um, But it is another point that you wanna look for. And if you, see more of a, of a push than a lift, you're probably getting a little too far away from the basket in order to teach this form. So the second piece of this, and the second teaching point, is lift. And that's going to create that ability to shoot on the way up. The third is going from that lift to E, which is extend. So you want your player to have a full extension. Go from bent knees, bent elbow, to extended elbow, extended knees, okay? So they have lifted up into this fully extended position. So you've taken all that power and all that momentum from your legs up through the shot, lifting up and now a full extension. The next element that you're going to, the next teaching point is S, that's for snap. The snap of the wrist is so important in a shot, okay? So now you've taken them from bend to lift, extend, snap, and the last one is really simple. And that's hold. Hold that position. Hold that snap. Hold that extension. And accentuate that when you're teaching this drill of form shooting. Okay, This one's probably the one that even if they have perfect form, this is going to give you a teaching point. Because most players, even if you're rebounding for them, as soon as they shoot, they extend, they snap, everything's great, they pull down their arm immediately. And they're ready for the next shot. I want you to have them hold that until you get the ball out of the basket for them and hand it back to them, okay? And then they can put it back in one hand and go through it again. But what you're gonna notice here is there's gonna be elements to the shot. If you threw all this at them and you said, okay, I want you to bend, lift, extend, snap, hold, and you threw it all at them, It's gonna be very mechanical and they're gonna be thinking. That's why I like to give them, you know, a general drill. We're gonna do one-handed shooting. We're gonna do it from a foot away from the, the basket and see what happens. You might find, oh, they need to bend their knees a little bit more. Give them that. Don't give them, if you see three different things they're not doing, don't give it to them all at one time. Give them one thing for them to think about. Okay, I want you to get a little bit more knee bend. Get down a little deeper when you start your shot. Let them do that for a while. Then watch, watch, watch. Once they get that, say, you know, I need you to really extend more and snap that wrist at the end. Maybe you could combine those two. Extend and snap, okay? Okay, give them that. Let them work with that for a while. Now they've got more knee bend. Now they've got more extension. Now they've got the snap of the wrist. You're probably gonna need to tell them, okay, hold. Don't forget to hold. That's gonna be a reminder that you're gonna constantly give them. So eventually they'll get this all together. But the next time you go and do one-handed shooting, guess what? They're probably gonna forget a few. Remember, get, get those knees bent. Bend, Bend a little deeper right now. Remember the extension. Remember the snap out of the wrist, hold, hold it. So that's going to be great proper form. That's going to break all those bad habits of the elbow flying out or the crazy ways that they've developed to get the shot up or bringing it on the wrong side of the head or shoving it from their from their waist. I mean, I, you're probably working with you know an a high school player, maybe even a college player, but but your your son or daughter might be in grade school or whatever, I gotta tell you, if they weren't strong enough to, if I was dealing with even a, a grade schooler who maybe wasn't strong enough to shoot at a regular size hoop without shoving it from their waist or slingshotting it up there somehow, I'd probably get a shorter hoop because it's better for them to work on that proper form now and create these good habits of proper form, and it's gonna pay dividends for years and years to come. So, simple drill, one-handed shooting, you've got your teaching points, which you can remember through this acronym, which I borrowed from Coach Waco, Blesh, BEND, lift, extend, snap, and hold, okay? So there's your teaching points. So when and and how do you use this drill? So first of all, if you're gonna go shoot with your player, I would do some of this one-handed shooting before any shooting session, before they go jacking up threes, before they shoot free throws, before you get into you know practicing layups, whatever it is, this is how I would start every shooting practice that you do with them. Okay, this is not the only time you have to spend with them, but it's gonna help the rest of your shooting workout um, just by concentrating on the form early on. Now the second time that I would use this, and this is a little different way to use it. You can use it before a shooting workout. You can really use it before any workout or you can you know, use it to work on you know, your player's mental toughness. Another thing I borrowed from a camp. I used to work uh, with Point Guard College and one of the things that we had players work on was what we called pressure shooting. Okay, now pressure shooting is nothing more than one-handed shooting. And we at, at that camp didn't really concentrate on the form factor of it. It was more about performing under a pressure situation. So, how do you do that with one handed shooting? Simply put, you have a certain number of, of uh, swishes that you have to complete in a row. So, you With your player, you might tell them, you know, it depends on their skill set. It depends on their age and and everything. But um, you might say, okay, we're going to work with your form shooting for a bit. And then before you start their actual shooting workout, they need to complete, I don't know, three one-handed shot swishes in a row. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's 10. If you're Steph Curry, it's probably 250. I don't know. Steph could walk up and, and obviously swish a ton in a row. But here's the thing, it doesn't matter how many you choose for that. The difference is, that, or the, the emphasis is, is that each successive shot creates more pressure, especially if you have to get this done before you can go into your normal shooting workout, or before you go into any kind of workout, or you know, if you just wanna work on your mental toughness, and your consistency, uh, you have to complete that many in a row. So let's use a, the uh, example of five swishes in a row. One and two, man, that's easy because I can start right over. Three, the pressure builds a little bit. And so all of a sudden now, oh, it's, I have to start over. I have to go back to one if I miss this third one. But I'll tell you what, you get to four and especially five, The pressure is immense, right, because I want to start my workout, and I've got to swish this one. The pressure's on. It's like free throws at the end of the game, or that critical end of the game shot, or anything that that happens when the pressure builds. So that's why pressure shooting is a great way to incorporate one-handed shooting. So there's the teaching element. There's really concentrating on your form, and uh you know teaching the blush elements and then there is pressure shooting allowing them to hey let me know when you've completed your five swishes and we can get started um and they might just want you may just want to incorporate that into you know before every workout you do would be a a great use of time to do that and as the pressure is going to build if you've got a half an hour together and it takes a half an hour to to finish uh, five swishes, but I got to tell you that is time well spent Even if you don't get to the rest of the workout that is time well spent and then The last way to incorporate one-handed shooting. I love this one even for myself now when I play at my you know open gyms and a church or whatever is When your shot is off when you're in a shooting slump is a great time to go back to the basic fundamentals and go back to one-handed shooting. So, when your son or daughter is complaining, you know, that was a horrible game, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't throw it in the ocean, well, let's go back and do some one-handed shooting. Let's concentrate on those teaching points. Let's concentrate on that form. That could be after a game, that could be after a practice, that could be them just mentioning to you, oh wow, like, you know, my shot's been so off. Or if you notice something in the workouts, you notice all of a sudden that elbow's creeping out or they're starting to have, you know, they're not bending their knees enough, go back to the starting blocks. Go back to the, the proper form and do a little bit of one-handed shooting. It will help, it's like magic. Next thing you know, a few one-handed shooting sessions, their shot starts falling again. And so it's a great way to correct anything that's going on in their shot and maybe causing uh, causing a slump. So, there you have it. I mean, that is really, I feel, the best shooting drill you can do with your son and daughter. It's gonna help them become a better shooter. It's gonna improve their form. It's simple for you to teach. Gave you some teaching techniques. And so, it's a great way to spend some time, some really quality time, with your player and helping them improve. Now speaking of that time that you're spending with your player, you know, now you have a drill, you can put in a workout plan. And you know how I really like to emphasize planning out that time that you're gonna spend with your son or daughter. I think it's, it's critical because we just don't have enough time anymore to do the things that we wanna do and spend that quality time together. So planning is so critical. So I have uh, put a link down below this video. Um, You see it right here. Um, The free lesson on the six steps of planning your time together and planning a workout together. Um, I've, I've made that lesson available. I've made some templates available that you can use for your next workout. Uh, And for those of you uh, watching on YouTube, obviously the link I'll I'll put below, Um, for those of you listening on the podcast, it is www.HardSmartTogether.com forward slash planning workouts, forward slash planning workouts. And so, Make sure and download that. Watch that video. I think it'll be really valuable for you uh, when you're planning your next workout. It'll give you some some critical uh, elements that you should plan out uh, to to maximize that time together. Um, as well, what I'd like you to do. Um, hopefully, this has been valuable. But what I'd like you to do is put a comment below on maybe some skill that you want to work, a fundamental skill that you want to work on with your player or are trying to improve with your player and you'd like me to maybe talk about in a future video and I'd be happy to uh, take a look at those um, those different elements of the game, those different fundamental skills that you're trying to improve upon and give you some ideas uh, in a future episode. So make sure and, and uh, download my free lesson, leave a comment, and until next time uh, thank you for spending time with me but thank you so much for the time you spend with your player helping them play hard play smart and most importantly play together thanks a lot